Hello to all of our loyal listeners, and welcome to the first Metal Pod episode of 2021. Yeah. We're back and better than ever. Uh, we're back on video, uh, which is obviously fantastic for you to see all of both of our lovely faces, both Brendan and I. Um, Ugly. Our, our putrid faces <laughs> are back, and uh, for your viewing pleasure. Um, we had a great break uh, to kind of recuperate and think about the uh, next couple steps uh, in the pod. And yep. um, yeah, just think about the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a new year, so thank God 2020 is over. Thank God it's over. Um, <laughs> hopefully this year's better for metal. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Uh, should we do shirts? Or do you want to talk about Antonio? Yeah, let's talk about Antonio before we get into it. Um, okay. This episode, we kind of have this New Year's resolution here on the pod. We want to get some more fan interaction from you guys. Um, so we figured what better way to start off the year than from a fan suggestion yep. uh, from Antonio. He commented on the... The Halloween episode. Yeah, the Halloween episode. Uh, he said, you guys should talk about Slipknot more. So we're, we figured let's just do a whole damn episode. On Slipknot, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he said that, I was like, well, why not? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I think it's fair to say that Slipknot is collectively our favorite band you and me like between the two of us because i know you like manson but like i'm not a diehard manson fan i would say it's pantera you like pantera more than slipknot definitely okay all right i mean i'm not <laughs> but you don't it's like i said on, on the pilot i said it's 1a 1b yeah right it's, right, it's right. tough to choose right. uh but but yeah I'm, I'm kind of surprised you said that but i'm glad you said really that. Yeah. yeah okay so we'll, the, we'll, we'll, we'll unpack that Okay, all right, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> all right, shirt stories, uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, uh, this is obviously my Slipknot shirt. Got this when we saw him at Download. Um, probably the single best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's from the We Are Not Your Kind tour, so it's got the We Are Not Your Kind album cover lady. Uh, yeah. says European tour on the back. A right. long sleeve. Yeah, it's a long sleeve. It's got the tour dates on the sleeve. Nice. It says Donington right there. June 15th, 2019, we were there. So yeah. I'm probably never going to get another <laughs> Euro- European tour shirt. So Right. Well, don't never say it. never. Yeah, hopefully. But. Dude, we got to go to like Hellfest. Oh, yeah. We, we're going to go to Hellfest. I'm planning on it. And Black and Open Air. Yeah. We're going to both those. Vakken, Bloodstock. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, dude. We're going to be on more European tours. Yeah. Um, yeah right, how I about you? I can go. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, here, I'll, I'll point the back of my shirt to the camera here so you guys can see it. Oh, yeah. You see that? You see it? I mean, yeah, I, I, could, I could, yeah, it, it's good. Okay. So this is uh, another shirt from the Slayer Supreme collab drop okay. uh, that was gifted to me. Okay. I did not buy it. I'm not a hype beast. <laughs> okay. Don't buy into the hype. <laughs> I'm never going to turn down a free metal shirt. My brother gave this to me. Um Okay. And it's just, yeah, the collaboration between Slayer and Supreme, the clothing brand. And it uh, on the back of the shirt, it has um, a pair of forearms that have Slayer carved into them. Right. Um, which is metal as fuck. So. It is. That's like their classic. It's such a classic image, you know? Yeah. Because like, people do that. Right, shit. right, right. Just like bloody imagery. And they get like tattoos of that. But yeah, bloody imagery is, that's Slayer. Slayer's thing. Right like there. dismember body parts and yeah. all that type of stuff. So yeah. that's mine for this week. That's um sick. Metal news? Yeah, metal news. What um, you got for me? Yeah, so like like we said, this is gonna be a whole Slipknot episode. We're gonna we're gonna try to keep the metal news short um, and just focus on Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, 
because there was just we haven't talked in a month so yeah yeah we have a lot to say it's kind of pointless to just talk about all the shit that happened in yeah. the past month so instead we're going to dedicate the whole metal news segment to alexi lyo who was the lead guitarist and lead singer frontman for children of bodom um mellow death band from finland mm-hmm. he passed away on january 4th or that's when it was announced at least yeah so Rough, rough start for metal to, to 2021. <laughs> Yet again, a rough start. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was just sick, man. I mean, you are you a fan of Children of Bodom? I am, I have not listened. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, they're mellow death, but they're like thrashy, blackened mellow death. Yeah, I I mean I have heard a couple songs. Yeah. So I got yeah I guess that's yeah, kind of like blackened. Death metal y. Right. Would you just. Okay. Yeah, and they've got like a touch of like neoclassical power metal. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they're European, you know? So. That's how they do it. That, that is how they do it, and they're, they're sick as fuck. So. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, and uh, you obviously remember when we were in London, our first night in London, we. I mean, this is just a fun story to tell. When yeah. We, we, we were bar hopping in London, and we went to Three Kings, and, yeah. and it was just filled with people from Finland. Poland, the, or, no, was, oh, Finland. Finland yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were watching their national hockey team uh, win. win win the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we just uh, we we met some Finnish people who invited us to go party and we're just at, hanging out with them. Yeah. yeah, at Trafalgar Square, and we were just partying there until sunrise because yeah. they were so hyped that they won. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, a fun little fact: Flin- Finland has the most heavy metal bands per capita in the world. Really. They have the highest concentration of metal bands. How do you know that? It's just a fact. Really? Yeah. Well, because, dude, that that one girl we met, like, I was just listing all these metal bands to her because, like, I was like, all right, I'm. <laughs> when am I ever going to talk, get to talk to someone from Finland? Yeah. So I was like, I'll obviously start with Children of Bodom because that's, like, that's Finland's band to me. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, they're they're huge in Finland. Wow. Um obviously because they're from there but yeah like they they just love metal over there yeah they it's like, do it's like their hip-hop to american culture it's just like especially in a scandinavian country yeah, like yeah. finland so they have probably honestly the best metal bands uh in the modern era yeah like because they're neighbors with norway and sweden yeah. like just that whole area region yeah great is, great metal comes from there yeah um but yeah children bodum was one of the first death metal bands i got into because they're oh wow they're mellow death obviously yeah. um i've been re-listening to him obviously uh since he died i've been going through all his stuff he was also in some side projects i don't know if you've heard of kyla hullet i have not that's finished for uh village idiots okay that's um, kind of interesting yeah um synergy is another one of his bands um impaled nazarene i know them yeah do you yeah yeah he was on one of their albums okay uh, Kyla Hullet is the only of his side projects that I could find on streaming services. Well, is it good? Kyla Hullet? Yeah. Yeah, they, they sing and finish. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's his side project, he said, where he just dicks around and there's no consequences, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just they just fuck around, but it's okay. it's like more more punk, I'd say, but like definitely it's it's metal as fuck. So. Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, you should definitely get into them. Yeah, I'll check them out. Yeah, I was yeah. listening to... Uh, What's it called? Stockholm Knockout Live, their live album on the way over here. Oh, they, they've got 
every everything is good. It's impossible for me to pick a favorite album, favorite song. It's oh, okay, cool. If I know you and I think I know you pretty well, you're gonna like them. So. Okay, okay, I'll check them out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Alexi. All right. Um, you wanna start it off? I guess. Um, where to start with Slipknot? Yeah, I don't even know where to. How to even start this conversation? They are sick as fuck. <laughs> That's that's the best way we can start it, I guess. Sure. Yeah, they're uh, a nine-piece new metal band from Des, Des Moines, Moines, Iowa, yep. uh, the Midwest. Represent. Yeah, representing the Midwest. Probably the most famous band. No, not the most famous band from the Midwest, but most famous band from Iowa for from, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely Iowa. Yeah. Um, that's just unheard of. Yeah. And I mean, unheard of. We got Iowa right here. This is gonna be. My, my pick of the week. Can, my, can see, yeah, Iowa here, Slipknot here, the eponymous album. The debut album. album the debut album, yeah. yeah. Um, got volume three, All Hope is Gone, point five, The Great Chapter, We Are Not Your Kind, and then that bad boy, that is some uh, Slipknot whiskey. Brewed in Iowa. Brewed in Iowa. It's called Iowa Number no. 9. Uh, you and me have shared many drinks of that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fire. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, I got some Metallica whiskey for Christmas, so... We'll be uh, sharing a libation um, from that as well. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, Slipknot, like you said, they're a nine-piece band. Uh, Before we kind of go into their history, should probably introduce who Slipknot is, the members. Sure, I'll let you take that. Yeah, sure. Um, Okay, how about this? Can you start from number zero? That's exactly what I was going to do. You read my mind. Um, Yeah, so speaking of numbers, they when they first started, they were like... Instead of going by our names, let's assign each member a number. From zero to eight. From zero to eight, because yeah. there's nine members. Yeah. And so it's just for funsies. Yeah. And just to like, and it's the same reason they, they wore the masks in the first place, to like separate themselves from the music and yeah. just have the fans focus on the image and music. Right. Kind and of thing. Uh, I looked at this thing and Clown was saying how, uh, what, he's number six, right? Clown is six. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Sean Crahan, number Sean, six. Yeah, yep. Sean Crahan. Let me get it here real quick. Um, yeah, he said uh, there's really no reason that they uh, they just wanted to number themselves. There's no like special. Oh, okay. Um, I just figured metaphorical it, yeah. thing. It's just kind of like yeah, let's number ourselves and wear masks. Yeah. Um, yeah, type of deal. Um, yeah. So starting at zero, Mr. Sid Wilson. It's pretty sweet. On on turntables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a quote from him too. Oh yeah. And he goes, uh, when, when he joined the band, um, he wanted to be zero because the quote, I am not a number. I am zero. I am filth. That's his reasoning for choosing zero. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's the resident DJ, so yeah. that's, that's pretty dope. Right. He also, he, he sang on, on a Slipknot song. Do you know which one that would be, sir? He sang not, on Not one. trying to get in the trivia too early. This isn't my trivia no, question fine. for you, but it's just a fun he little tidbit. On yeah. The Shape? Okay. Well, I'm sure he might do some backing vocals as well, but okay. I've never seen him do it live. But the only song where he is the the sole singer on the song. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, you know it. Five one five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So five one five is the intro to Iowa here. Um, his grandpa died. Yeah. And they were like, he he said, "I'm just gonna lock myself in this recording studio and just let it all out." Yep. And that and is that's, the intro That's to that the product album. of that, yeah. Perfect start to that album because it's dark as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And that's why it's my favorite Slipknot album. But we'll get into that later. 
Uh, anything else you got to say about Sid? Nope. Let's move on. Yeah. Number one, Mr. Joey, Joey Jordison. Um, on drums. Uh, not, not backbone the, of the band. Yeah, pretty much. Slipknot's a very percussive band. I'd say the percussion is, in my opinion, the best part just because they have Agreed. three percussionists. Right. And, I mean, like you said, he's a backbone. He's a drummer. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, should we get into that or should we wait? Because there's a lot we can dig in with Joey Jordison, Corey Taylor, Paul Gray. Let's just get it out now while we're on the subject of him, just how we, oh. like, left the band, you're saying? is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Joey Jordison was there... Uh, no, he actually wasn't their original drummer. Sean Crahan was their original mm-hmm. drummer. Yep. And then he moved to percussion. Joey Jordison joined. Yep. He's one of the founding members. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he kind of defined... I would say he defined Slipknot sound. Absolutely. They're basing their rhythms and their guitars off of the drums because the drums are so hectic. Yes. Um, very unique sounding drum kit. Uh, if you've ever seen it, it's fucking huge. It's, yeah. It's a really big drum kit um but it's not too huge for him to handle you know like, no 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 not at all and that speaks to his talent because he is one of the best probably my favorite modern drummer yeah yeah like he's he's the drummer of the 21st century metal, yeah you know like, and he's he's theatrical too they'll have him on the platform and he's drumming upside yeah, down and yeah. he's like drumming sideways he has to get locked in the chair so he doesn't fall yeah. out and he's yeah so so when i first saw it it blew my mind i was like i didn't i didn't know that music could do this yeah uh that musicians could do this yeah um and yeah, he got uh, he got ejected your words from, carefully. Yeah. He got fired from the band. That's what. That's what. Who who says it here? It, it's in dispute because he says, he says that he would never quit. But Slipknot says that he quit. Which he definitely. So did. who knows? He got fired uh, from Slipknot, and but why, there was there was a lot of um, hush hush uh, kind of aura surrounding it like no one wanted to talk about right. um there was no, like, no official statements from slipknot for a while um yeah so uh and then finally when slipknot said something they said yeah he left for personal reasons mm-hmm. but in reality he suffered from transverse myelitis myelitis is mm. which is a neurological disease that costs uh costed him the ability to, to play the drums towards his, the end of his time with slipknot wow i never knew that really no yeah i mean i'm just gonna Real quick, I did no research for this episode whatsoever. Okay, because I did all the research then because you're usually the, you're usually the one that does all the research, right? I feel like. And that's what I'm saying. I, I know Slipknot probably better than any other band, so like I just figured I'm just gonna try to do it by memory, see see how I do. Yeah, and I, I think I mean you know Slipknot very well. Yeah. Also, obviously, so, um, but yeah, I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. So, it's a uh, the disease that he has is a. Neurological disease that affects the spine, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it just affected his ability to play the but drums. He's he's in like Sinsanum now, like he's he's in other bands since yeah. he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think that it's just he couldn't play the same drum patterns that he used to. So yeah. if you can't play the songs that you wrote, mm-hmm. you can't really. Yeah, I mean, you just I, can't be, you can't tour. I guess that's fair. Yeah, he just didn't have the ability to play what he wrote in the mm-hmm. past. And yeah. then they fired him. And obviously, I, don't, I just can't believe that he would quit a band that he started. He, he loves Slipknot. I know he does. He, he said Slipknot's his life. I know. So, I know. Um, I did hear all know, that. It would have taken an army to get him to quit Slipknot. So he was 
That's what communicates to me that he was probably fired. But at the same time, how can you, like, if, if he can't play those songs anymore, why would he stay in the band, you know? Like, well, it's like, uh, think about what we, um, Def Leppard's drummer, when he lost yeah. his arm, he couldn't play what he used to, but he's not going to leave the band. He's going to just write new songs. I guess. Um, yeah. All right. Well, obviously he was replaced by Jay Weinberg, who, Which is, who is also a fantastic drummer. He's sick. He yeah. is He is the son of Max Weinberg, who is uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's drummer. Okay. So that's like rock royalty right there. So he cool. He's he's been around the block yeah. and he he grew up a huge Slipknot fan. So now he's like living his dream. Yeah, yeah. He's the new number one. Yeah. Uh, for the band. Um, like when when they get new members, do they give them that number or I don't, I don't know? Do I'm, they? I mean, they, he has a, a different mask, obviously. Yeah. I think um, he's still number one. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. Right. Sure. Yeah. Joey Jordison is the original. Yeah. Sure. Untouchable. He's the goat. Yep. Yep. Um. Paul Gray, number two. Yep. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. He he overdosed in 2010. Yep. Pretty much at the height of Slipknot's power, I would say. Like, they were, that's when, all hope is gone went number one, and that's when they were just like. Yeah. Undeniable. Superstars. You know? Yeah. So, uh, he was sick. Pig mask. I guess we should yeah. have gone through the masks as well. Yeah. But like, uh, when we. We could do that for the album cycles too. Yeah. So, but either way, yeah. yeah. So Paul Gray has the pig mask, and Joey Jordison has a court jester yeah. painted face mask. Um, throw it on the screen here. And then Sid's got like the gas mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so Paul, uh, their bassist, one of their founding members as well. Um, right. He overdosed on morphine and fentanyl, mm -hmm. and also Xanax, which he had a history of abusing. Right. Um, so they 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 say it in the song Skeptic. Yep. He was the best of us. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole song, Skeptic, from the Grey Chapter, that's... The Grey Chapter is named after him. Yeah. Like, Grey, obviously. Yeah. And then Skeptic is... How they felt, yeah. Skeptic is a song that is his song. Yeah. Like, that obviously didn't play on it, but right. it's for him. What I thought was interesting was uh, morphine and fentanyl are downers. You would think that someone that's in a metal band would um, take, like, an upper kind of deal. Like, they would just... Or he maybe really, he's just like going a million miles all the time with so he, nuts, so he just wants to relax. He, you know? So when, when he's obviously he was suffering. I think all drug addiction is uh, suffering. Right. Um, it's an escape from reality. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's just interesting to be like uh, to think. You know, he's in this really high energy, high intensity metal band. He's on tour. Yeah. He's headbanging, and then yeah. the escape from that is he needs to just totally disconnect from reality and just come down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Rest in peace, Paul. He was a great bass player. He, like we said, Slipknot's very percussive, and he, he's just the rhythm to that percussion, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, man, he he was great. Rest in peace to him. He was replaced though by Alessandro Venturella. Uh, he's their their new bassist. Do you know his background? No. He was the guitar tech for Mastodon. Wow. So I don't know how that those paths got crossed, but cool. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's cool. What mask does he have? It's like the Is it the metal one? The like I don't even know how to describe it. It's Okay. They're all metal as fuck. No, I mean okay. The chrome one? Is it like yeah. the Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, not not much to say about him, but yeah. he, he's doing a good job filling in. Um 
Number three, Chris Fenn, uh, percussion and backup vocals. Mm-hmm. He is also no, no longer in the band um, for also mysterious reasons. Some type of lawsuit, money issues. Apparently, yep. Slipknot wasn't giving him his share of the cut right. for um, uh, sales. Every, every time I hear that, it's like, dude, you're, you're the percussion player. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love him, and he's sick, but like... He's the most useless part of the band. That's why, you're not supposed, that's why you just shouldn't have nine members. It's, it, right. That's when it, that's when when you realize that, that yeah okay it's kind of gimmicky like you're not gonna split the 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 pot nine ways because right. you have like five members that pretty much Corey's just screaming his ass off play the all the time. instrumentation and then like just like three like or uh, yeah four members that just kind of like you know, don't do anything right but it that's why Slipknot sounds like no other band because yeah I mean. You got three percussionists. In right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, he, he left in 2019 right before this album came out. We Are yeah. Not Your Kind. Uh-huh. I think he performed on and was in the music video for All Out Life, okay. which was a standalone comeback single Yeah. before We Are Not Your Kind came out. Um, yeah, he was replaced by a guy named Tortilla Man. <laughs> yeah. Who... Was rumored to be Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> which was uh, debunked. Right. What's his real name? Uh... It's like Michael Pfaffer, yeah. but that that's a fan theory, and Slipknot has not still confirmed his true identity. We have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Right, but based on the fan theory, his name is Michael Pfaffer, and he was in Dirty Little Rabbits, which is a clown's side project. Okay. So it, it kind of makes sense. It's probably Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, yeah, could be. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. All right, moving yeah, you on. Hit it. <laughs> Uh, number four, Mr. Jim Root on on one of two guitars. Nothing more needs to be said. He has got the what? What's his mask like? His it's like a, his mouth is open. Yeah, which is cool because like he's got s- that beard. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, his is his is pretty sweet. Yeah. His, he, he's also like a court jester kind of looking. Yeah, mask. he does. He does have that look. Yeah, and he's he was also in in Stone Sour with, yeah. with Corey, so that's pretty cool. The riffs that he wrote on that their first album, their de- debut, yeah, are they're, immortalized. They're fire. He's he's a fantastic guitarist, but on Slipknot's debut, he actually played on only two songs. Yeah, only two songs. Uh, what's the what's the other guy? Donnie Steele or Josh Brainerd? One of them. Donnie Steele sounds right. I know Donnie Steele originally took over for Paul, like when they were touring, but he didn't play on the Gray Chapter. Okay, that's when V Man came in. But uh, yeah, Jim Root is one of the core pillars of Slipknot. Yeah, he he. He brings the versatile guitars, and I feel like Mick is the heaviness. Yeah. But, I mean, they both can do anything. Yep. They're, they're sick. Agreed. Um, number five. He's number five, but his nickname is 133, Craig Jones. Yeah. He's the uh, sample, samples and keyboards. Yeah. And anytime you, you hear a keyboard or piano in a Slipknot song, like Duality is probably the best yeah. example. Yeah. Like, that's him. Um, Pinhead guy. Need, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Head. yeah. I've I've never heard him talk. <laughs> Me either. I've heard every other member talk except Not for him. him. No. But I mean, yeah. he, he looks cool. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of those other useless members. Pretty Not much. useless, but you know. What Pretty I mean. much useless. No, he's cool. Um, but yeah, number six, Mr. Sean Crahan, the clown, percussion and backup vocals. He's sick. He's yeah. like. He's like their art director 
yeah. creative genius. Yeah, he directed uh, All Out Life, yep. the music video. Among a lot of their other videos. Yeah. Designs, album art. Yeah. All their, like, he probably designed this shirt for all I know. Like, yeah. He's uh, also a founding member. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. And I remember uh, when we went to download, there was that news that came out that his daughter died. Yeah. Right, right before. Literally, like, a couple weeks before we saw him. So download. crazy, dude. Yeah. And then after after their, their set of download, he, like, I don't remember what he said specifically, but he, he like, came out to the middle of the, middle of the stage and said something. I, I don't remember what he said either. I don't either. I think he was just, like, thanking the fans for the support and yeah. all that kind of stuff because yeah. he was going through a rough time, obviously. I mean, your daughter dies. Like, yeah. That's tough. That was so crazy. It happened so fast. It was like, oh, his daughter just, like, died. And then we saw him again after that. Right. I was like, damn, are they He couldn't even, like, like, he just had to stay on tour. Yeah. You can't, like, quit. Well, I thought they were going to cancel at least a show or two. But they didn't. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you're you're probably like contractually obligated to. Yeah. So you literally just can't quit the tour unless you absolutely have to, mm-hmm. or you're gonna get fined or some shit like that. You know, with like like the label. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but. Yeah. Um, this is just like a little side tangent, but I think my favorite Slipknot like press relations uh, moment came from from Clown. Have you seen the video of? I think it was like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, one of those late night talk shows, and they have those like man on the street reporters. Okay. And they, they go out, and it was at the Grammys, and it was when Slipknot got nominated for whatever it was for All Hope is Gone, because Paul's in the video as well. Okay. Um, and, and the reporter says the clown, like, I don't remember what he said to piss off clown, but he was just being a, an idiot. Okay. And, and I think he says something like, do you guys have a song about me or something? Okay. And, and, and Clown's like, no. And then and then the guy's like, if you were to write a song about me, what would it be called? And then Clown goes, jackass. And then the guy's like, how would that go? Clown says, you're a jackass. And then that's it. Oh, wow. But he, like, was, he was upset. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was funny. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing it justice. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, Clown, Clown is, he's the man. Yeah, he's cool. Um... Number seven, Mick Thompson, other guitarist. Last founding member, original member. Or no, no, no. Clown is the, like, OG. And Paul. And Paul and, and Joey, I think, were, like... The, that. That's, like, the the three. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Mick Thompson. Yeah. He has a sweet mask. He's, like, a serial killer. Hannibal like, Lecter looking. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter looking mask. Yeah. He has, like, long black hair. He's pretty big. Yeah. He has hate on like four frets on his guitar, which yep. is hard as hell. It is. Uh, filthy, filthy, filthy guitar tone, which I've mentioned before on the pod. Yes. Um, anything else? Have you seen the TV show Metalocalypse? Yeah. You know Nathan Explosion, their singer? Yes. That's That looks like Mick to me. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It's like, like long black hair. Yeah. Like they are spitting images of each other if he just like put a mask on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think his mask is the most... When people think of Slipknot, that's the mask they think of. Agreed, yeah. Or, or clown, obviously, because he's the clown. But Mix is like the same. It never changes. Like, you, you look at the cover of the debut album, it's the same as... I mean, I'm sure there's like minor adjustments, because they do change it a little bit each time, but his is the Not most much, consistent. Yeah, most yeah. Cons- yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Mick is dope. Um, And last, but certainly, certainly not least, <laughs> number eight, Mr. 
Corey, Corey Taylor. motherfucking Taylor. Probably one of the best metal vocalists of all. Just an amazing vocalist. Yes. He can do harsh and clean. He's got the harshest harsh and the cleanest clean. He can... He can, can write lyrics. Yep. Great songwriter. Just an all-around great musician. He can, yeah. he can sing you to sleep. He can make you have a nightmare. Yeah. He's <laughs> perfect. That's a pretty good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I saw Slipknot at Pine Knob with... Uh, it was my dad and like one of my buddies from elementary school or whatever. Uh, okay. My buddy's dad was like, because it, it was on the All Hope Is Gone like tour cycle, so okay. Cycle Social was the song that was being played everywhere. <clears throat> and my buddy's dad is like, is Corey Taylor the same guy who's doing like, does he do all the vocals on Cycle Social because it's like harsh and then the the chorus is just so melodic. Yeah, right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he, he's sick, man. <laughs> and you can turn it on and off. Yeah, so easily. A, a, a lot of control. Um, yep. Should we go into? Should we talk about his background and stuff? Yeah, you can. Like, you yeah. can go for it. Okay. I, I know you like Stone Sour more than I do. Yeah. So Corey Taylor is from Iowa. Des Moines. Yep. He's five six, but he has the attitude of someone that's six eight. Yep. He's only five six. I know. He's like this tall. What's the what's the name of that Stone Sour song? 50-50, 150. Uh, 30-30, you 50 Yeah. He's, just, he's like not that big. Right. But um, but he's the great big mouth, you know. Yeah. I have the great big mouth. What is that from? That's on Eeyore, I think, or Get This. It's on, it's on one of those. It's either Eeyore or Get This from the first album. Yeah. So he's like not like a really physically overbearing person. Like his right. voice, though, is like intimidation yep um and his mask his masks are intimidation yeah especially the first two albums yeah so um Corey taylor uh struggled with uh drug addiction um mm-hmm. in his childhood yep. he said um the place where he grew up was pretty shitty yeah and he didn't have a father yeah no, he didn't have a father yep. um and he overdosed on cocaine twice by the age of 15 that's so fucked yeah yeah uh and then um, when he was 18, he admitted for the first time that he was sexually abused at the age of 10 and, that, and, and had attempted suicide when he was 18. Jesus. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I just pulled this from Wikipedia, but yeah. um, just some background on him. And then he met his, uh, he met his father uh, for the first time when he was 30. Wow. He, yeah. His father was probably trying to be a dick and like, oh, now that you're famous, I can be in your life probably. kind of thing. Probably. I mean, I don't know the story. I'm not so sorry if that's inaccurate. But. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just just some of these little quick um, facts about him. You can you can see where the aggression yeah. and the angst and the just all the emotion from his music comes from. It comes from his childhood, yeah. which was fucked up. Yeah, and 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 when we know the background like that, it it makes the music understandable because it's like oh, like so the, this why. is real. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. Like he is. Like like in scissors, like yeah, how he's, he's just yeah, he's sizz- playing on his pain. Yeah, like Daddy by Corn and Scissors by Slipknot. Yeah, are yeah, like right. Similar in that sense, where they just have a breakdown on tape, literally, and then they they're, put they're, it on the album. They're reliving their trauma. Yeah, for us to listen to. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to add uh, about Corey Taylor? Uh, no. Okay. I think we've we've said it. He's the man. Not much else needs to be said. Okay. Let's move on. If we're going to start at the beginning, 
I guess mate feed kill mate. repeat. <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah. I've probably listened to it once in my whole life. Same. Because it's <laughs> you know it's not true Slipknot. Corey's not on that album. No, it's, it's not Anders Kolsefni. Right. That was a trivia question you asked me one time. Anders Kolsefni. Yeah, it, it's not even an album. It's it's a demo. It's a demo. Much. Yeah. But it, it's their first release. Came out in what, like '96, something uh, like that. Around there, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you probably it's jazzy. It's yeah. Percussive. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and some of the songs on there obviously turned into songs that songs, would appear yeah. on these actual albums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we we couldn't go out and buy that right now, like because it was such a limited release. Yeah. Know? So originals are uh, pretty uh, rare. Rare. So, yeah, it's sought after. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like it has a cult following for sure. Oh yeah, for no reason. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not that good, right? In my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we can move on to the their their true debut yes, with uh, their. There it is, right there. There it is. Um, what a legendary album, dude! I know. Just the album cover alone, it's like, wow! What what the hell do we got here? You they know? changed everything with this. They literally changed the face of music as we know it. Um. They pretty much set the tone for new metal. Uh, All metal at that point. Yeah. Um, no one had ever heard anything like no, that before. No. What a what a weird, unique, uh, haunting. Um, raw. It's raw. raw. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Eclectic. Uh, just kind of scary, honestly. Yes. Dude, I mean, I can only imagine being like. Imagine, like, us being our age or younger when that came out. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I would be scared shitless, but in the best way possible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I guess we could go to the album intro. The 744535111274. Right. I, that I, is not the number. I, I wrote it down here. It's 7426170000027. Trivia question. What does that number represent? That is, I think... It is the barcode. It was the barcode on mate feed kill repeat. Correct. Yes. Nice. So it's kind of just like this is the inception. Yeah. Is like what that's supposed to represent. Right. And uh, and then that leads into sick. Which yeah, is yeah. one of the hardest. Dude, I, I love uh, when bands just come out swinging. For first song on the first album, you know? Yeah, and yeah. It's just pedal to the fucking metal. No take no prisoners kind of shit. Right, right. That just that song punch is, you in the face. Yeah. It's it's fucking awesome. Um and then I I, for, I forgot I had this little uh extra tidbit about mm-hmm. Mate Feed Kill Repeat. Mm-hmm. The lyrics in the album title are uh, uh they are inspired by the game Werewolf the Apocalypse. Right. And Kulsefni, Slipknot's original singer, singer yeah. said uh, about Slipknot in, as a whole is the attraction was being able to play a different person, right? And that's the essence of Slipknot and why they wear the masks, right? So, yes, that's about it. That that is perfect. <laughs> so to take it back to Slipknot's debut, um, they had like a bunch of issues with the release. Mm-hmm. Certain songs are on it. The tenth anniversary edition. Some songs are back on it. Some are not. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Um, it's yeah. Yeah, so I know Purity had some uh, legal. Yeah, there's a lawsuit. Yeah, and 
the intro, Frail Limb Nursery. Does not appear on here. Does not appear on the album. Or any streaming services. No. And it's replaced with Me Inside. Which is probably better, but... And then on the 10th anniversary edition, Purity is on it, but not Frail Limb Nursery. Right. And Get This wasn't an original, um, which is a classic now, you know. Get This. um, And then, yeah, there's a bunch of just different versions of songs. A bunch of demos that turn into other songs kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And, uh, that's when Corey had the, the dreadlocks. Yeah. On the mask, which is your favorite, uh, kind of look. I think Iowa era Corey is my favorite mask. Which is similar to the original right. one. Yeah. It's just, he has dreadlocks. Right. He's got dreadlocks in both, but the Iowa one is like more, uh, professionally made. Right, right, right. That's another thing. Uh, like when you look at this album cover, all those masks were homemade. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. That's so dope. I, I think it is too. They made them themselves. They took that picture in, uh, it was someone's uh, barn or something. Oh. Uh, one, of, one of the member's parents had like a horse stable. Oh. Or, or some shit, and that's where they took that picture. Interesting. So yeah, Slipknot, you know, obviously looking at this, it's uh, they're pretty theatrical. Mm-hmm. You know, they wear masks, they wear costumes, they, yeah, I don't know. They, they jump the fuck up. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, should we move on to their next album, Iowa? Yes, Iowa, my personal favorite right here. Um, this is a different album cover than the original. Uh, yeah. It's just, just a goat. I mean, this has a goat. I like the original one better. The goat staring at you. Yeah, it, it's it's creepy. It is. Shit. It's unsettling. And I mean, this one's creepy too because you know it's a dead goat, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the goat's kind of their mascot. Yeah, um, for some reason, they just like goats. Because they're the greatest of all time. Sure. <laughs> I mean, they're from Iowa. I guess there's goats running around. I mean, I think Iowa, part of the reason it's my favorite, They, it's probably the most satanic of their albums, and a goat is kind of like a sacrificial animal. Yeah. So I guess that's part of it, too. Yeah, makes sense Yeah. for that. Um, well, yeah, Iowa, uh, the lyrics got darker. And the songs got heavier. Yep. Um, I think, as Joey put it, it's like, uh, just in, in comparison to the debut, he said about Iowa something like, uh, twice as heavy, or double the technicality, twice as heavy, I think is how he put it. Because it's, like I said, the first one's very raw. Iowa's more, uh, they're, they're tighter, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that's the first album where, where Jim was like played on every song. Right. Also. So, yeah, that's why. I don't know. I mean, um, no, uh, no Corey Taylor rapping, though. Yeah, I think that's that part make... of why I like it better, too. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the. Dude, we're going to get into the showdown later. Like, yeah. but th- this is like Sophie's choice for me. These are like my two favorite albums of all time. Right. Probably. Right. So. I, I don't know. I just Iowa. They, they sound honestly pretty different, yeah. relatively speaking. Like relatively speaking, yeah. Corey doesn't rap at all on. He Iowa. screams more. He screams more. It's heavier, but also Slipknot is kind. Uh, their, their first album is kind of dirtier. It's dirtier for sure. Yeah, but this is pretty filthier. I don't know. It's, it's no it's Slipknot is a the their debut album is a pile of filth. Yeah, dude, it is tough. It's so tough. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, volume three. 
Yeah, I was going to say, uh, just about Iowa to close off and transition into Valley oh, 3. Ahead, ahead. Uh, Iowa is the last time, in my opinion, they were truly slipknot, slipknot, you know what I mean? Sure. Because Volume 3, right here, uh, it's it's their most experimental. Yeah. I mean, you, you just made a face, uh, and I think that face means that it's your least favorite Slipknot album. Ooh, you gotta wait till the ranked, sure, for that verdict, sure. Um, what do you mean? For the, I, I ranked them all 1 to 6. Oh yeah, okay. So, Volume 3, uh, Corey Taylor has said he tried a new scream on it, which you can hear. And I don't like it. It's not great. I mean, it's, I do, but, you know. Yeah, it's very experimental. Uh, it, their drums sound weird on it to me. Yep. And the guitars sound kind of weird. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Circle is all acoustic. I like Circle. I do too, but I'm just saying it's never happened on no. any Slipknot yeah, yeah. album up, up to that point. Right. So I'm saying, like, after Slipknot in Iowa, imagine listening to Volume 3 and then... Being like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's like... When Metallica did Fade to Black on Ride the Lightning, all, all the thrash heads were like, what is this? I love Fade to Black, though. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely my least favorite Slipknot album. Vermilion Part 2 is good. Yeah, I like the Vermilion. Danger Keep Away is good. Yeah. Experimental. See, see, that's the thing. It's my least favorite Slipknot album, but it's still one of my all-time favorite albums. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... The Blister Exists is good. Duality. Yeah. The, Opium of the People. The Nameless Dude. Yeah, it's good too. Song there's, is, there's some good songs. There are, there are some good songs, but as the album as a whole... Not uh, this work. At the same time, it like... It made them like radio-friendly, you know? Like, Duality and Before I Forget are still huge yeah, songs. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of took them to the next level. They had some hits. Yeah, absolutely. Two big, two big hits, for sure, what you just mentioned. Well, see, that's that's another reason I like Iowa because there's not really like a radio hit, you know, like Heretic Anthem, I guess. Not, not even then. You won't you won't hear it on the radio, right? I think Left Behind is the only music video they made for Iowa. Yeah, because I mean, you got you got the first album like Wait and Bleed. That's like a radio classic. Yeah, obviously yeah. Iowa, like you, like we said, just goes so much heavier and darker. And then Volume Three is their lightest album, you know. So yeah. And the reason it's my least favorite, it's the least headbangable. In my yeah, opinion. I would agree. So, but like, like, like I said, still, still a great album. Yeah, they don't have a bad album. No. All right. Should we move on? All hope is gone. Pretty good. Uh, it they I feel like okay so. Slipknot is super raw. Iowa's they tightened up a lot. Yep. Volume three they kind of came apart. All hope is gone. They tightened up again. The production is very clean. Uh, Let me put it this way and see if you agree with me. Okay. I like the songwriting better on Volume 3 than All Hope Is Gone. Okay. But I like the execution of All Hope Is Gone more than Volume 3. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think the All Hope Is Gone is definitely like their most mainstream. Yeah. Would you say? Most consumable? Mm, that's For, tough. To, to like the general public? It, Psychosocial is like their number one right. viewed video on YouTube. Yeah, and that is the song that got me into Slipknot. So same, <laughs> yeah, um, which is interesting to kind of think about. Right, but that that's the that's their first number one album. Um, yeah, so I guess it is their most mainstream. Iowa hit number three, Volume Three hit number two on the charts. Dude, think about that. Iowa at number three Crazy. On, on the chart. That's fucked. Anyways, <laughs> I'll 
All Hope is Gone went number one, so yeah. Volume Three took them to a different level, and then All Hope is Gone broke through the fucking roof. You yeah, know? shout out to this guy. And that I'll say uh, that iteration of Masks might be my favorite. Them, them in a cornfield. Yeah. So that album cover is so menacing. This, this album cover is pretty dope. That's, I'll, I'll give him that. That might be my favorite album cover from them. Uh, that's if you, tough. If you can see that. I think, dude, you like that better than the first album album cover? Yeah, yeah. Just because it's cleaner. Like, it, like It's cleaner, but in that, in that case, Volume 3 is cleaner than Iowa. Or, never mind. Fuck, fuck whatever I just said. <laughs> Anyways, I it, love this was those taken on a, This was taken on a pro- professional camera, which yeah. I like. Like, that's 2000s as fuck. Slipknot 1 is 90s. 90s as fuck. I also like this album because there's the hieroglyphs, the rune on it. You yeah, know? Like yeah the, that but is it's, cool. it's like transparent. Right. I, I just think it's really artistic. I just don't like... That is my least favorite Corey mask by far. It's, it's everyone's favorite, though. No, it's not. Everyone... Yes, remember when we went to uh, DTE? Everyone was dressed up as that Corey Taylor. Remember there was that kid? Yeah, because that's the only one you can buy in a store. I had that mask, too, for Halloween one year. When yeah, I was, so the, it's the most marketable. Everyone's it's the most, most marketable. That doesn't mean it's the best. No, I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying it's every, It's not my favorite. Well, actually, it might be my favorite. But I recognize that it's everyone else's favorite, too. But it's, it might not be the best. That is my least favorite Slipknot mask Why? In, in their whole history. Why? It, it's just so boring, dude. No, it's he, not. He still looks dope, though. I, I'm not denying that. It's just... Who? What is your least favorite Slipknot mask, ever? What's what is worse than that? I am not a big fan of clowns. He's a clown. I, I don't like clowns though. I oh, hate clowns. Okay, I guess that makes sense. But he's sick. He's an evil clown, dude. Yeah, it's, I guess I, I don't like it because it's like really unsettling, like actually unsettling. Uh, is it Chris Fenn that has the nose? Yeah, that, I don't, that, that one is pretty stupid. Fucking weird. <laughs> but With the he, zipper lips. Yeah. Yeah. He like jacks jacks it off though on yeah, stage. Yeah, I know. Funny. I don't. Eh, it doesn't do it for me. I love Sid's mask. That's probably my favorite Sid mask. I think the spikes. No, the he looks like. A, oh, he looks like. Um, I don't know what he looks. The Silver Surfer villain. The fa- who's Fantastic Four's main villain? Doctor Doom. Yes, that's, dude. that's what that mask Holy looks like. Shit, that one, right. yeah. He looks like Doctor Doom. Damn. That one's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Definitely uh, Joey's mask in that is the oh, best of all time. Dude, you might be right. I forgot about his. Dude, he's got... Look at my background. He's got the crown of thorns. Yeah. Oh, dude, you might he be He looks right. like inverted Jesus. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're right. That is hard as fuck. It's the mask with the crown of thorns. That's why it's hard. Yeah. You're right. And he's also short, too. He's like 5'4". Yeah. But he's evil as fuck. And he's powerful. Like, just look at that. That looks like something out of your nightmares. It does. Um, but yeah, All Hope is Gone. I can. I I, uh, I thought that was my least favorite album, but it's not. Actually, my least favorite is We Are Not Your Kind. Really? Yeah. I thought All Hope Was Gone was my least favorite because it's their most mainstream, but I, looking through it, I could name like every song. On what? All Hope Is Gone. Right. So I was like, yeah, I guess I just, I, I think, really do like it. Yeah. I mean, I have Vendetta is good. There, there are some songs towards the end there where it's just like ah uh, okay agreed but Snuff yeah Snuff it's is like a soft Slipknot song but it's like really good still heavy like it's got yeah. that weight to it yeah yeah that's that is tough I man you like volume 3 better than We Are Not Your Kind yes yeah for sure wow wow yeah I don't like We Are Not Your Kind honestly why? I have I have here in parentheses poo poo why 
I can I can name like three songs off of it. Dude, then you're doing it wrong. They're sick. Yeah. Let's move on. All right, yeah, let's move on. Great chapter. <laughs> yeah. Point five because it's their fifth album. The great chapter because it was the first album they did without Paul. Paul Gray died. Yep. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, it was like their comeback album though, because yeah. they it's, were just on a roll up until Paul died. And then, dude, that is a great album. Jay Weinberg killed the drums. He changed their. He progressed their sound with his drumming. It's like Slipknot, but it's you can tell it's Jay. Yes. Because that's the, that's the first album without Joey Jordison. Yes. Right? And Paul. Joey and Paul were wow. not there. Yeah. And they killed it. Knocked it out of the park. Yep, I agree. And I think it's got my favorite album intro. XIX. XIX. Yeah. I just think it's it's so creepy, you know, like and and he it's an actual song. As yeah, an yeah, intro. yeah. It's a real song. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, and then it just leads into sarcastrophe and the rest is history. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah, right. It's just fire. People people say that's like their least favorite or their worst album, but I no I way. totally disagree. No way. And people also say that's the worst Corey mask, and I think it's what what mask is that? Oh, is it the where he can like remove the top half? Yeah, yeah. No. I, I, I thought I, I thought I didn't like it that much, but it's not bad to me. Honestly, it's pretty good. I think it's dope. Yeah. And yeah, the album cover. Uh, I don't really know what the hell's the the skeleton is. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Honestly, I, I <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah, but not good. I don't know if you know this, but I mean, you can look right here if you want. But you can see Paul, um, very, um, right underneath the 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 skeleton girl's uh, left leg. You can see a little face there. Um, that's supposed to be Paul. Oh. Yeah. Which okay. Is, which is pretty neat. Yeah. That's just a tribute to him. So the whole album is. Trash album cover. Fantastic album. Yeah, it's not the best. Uh, <laughs> Not the best album cover. All right, uh, let's move to the elephant in the room. Why is "We Are Not Your Kind" the elephant in the room? Worst album intro. Yeah, unsainted, definitely. Unsainted definitely. is. I don't want to hear that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Just because it's the most new. Thanks a lot. Uh, Chicago opener. Thanks a lot, Chicago. Absolutely ruined that song. Didn't ruin it. Spiders. You, know. you don't even. You don't even like that song. I said you hated it. You know. That's like one of my favorite ones on there. Spiders. And then, I just I can't I can't name a single song off this that is like a, I would just listen to except for Solway Firth, Solway Firth and Nero Forte, and You're Unsainted, which I just told you I hated. So You're an idiot. It's also okay. I will say I it's I've listened to it the least. Yeah. So take take my opinion with a grain of salt. Talking shit about my shirt, bro. <laughs> you you like Volume Three? You like this more than Volume Three? Absolutely. Absolutely. No way. Dude, it's... All right, I, I will I will agree with you in the sense that, like, there's there's one, two, three... Th- there's three of 14 songs that are just interludes, and they're kind of trash. Yeah. My, my Pain is probably their worst song, in my opinion. So... So you got pretty much four, three interludes, a trash intro, and their worst song. That's like five songs. Four out of the ten songs, or, yeah, four out of the 14 songs. So there's ten kick-ass songs on here. Which is, ten, ten songs is like an album. I mean, you know, generally speaking, so. It just doesn't sound like Slipknot to me. 
I, I think it's his best lyrically in a long time. Huh. I don't know. I, I just... I don't know, man. I think, like I said, Cycle Social is the song that got me into Slipknot, so therefore I, All Hope Is Gone was the first one. Yeah. But that was... The Great Chapter is the first one I bought on my own because that's, like, the first one. But We Are Not Your Kind was the, like... I was, like, a maggot at that point, you know? Yeah. So I was super excited for it. Right. And the anticipation was great. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. I just... I love this album. He loves it. I do. Um, yeah, so we talked about Made Feet Kill Repeat. That's kind of a one-off, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9.0 Live, that was their first live album. Yeah. Came out in 2005, right after Volume 3 came out. Mm-hmm. It's it's solid. I mean, you know, it's better to see Slipknot live than listen to him live. Yeah. Right. 100%. Um, and Tennis to Hell is their greatest hits album, for, yeah. for lack of a better term. That's got a, a pretty sweet album cover. The the Satan guy. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that one's cool. It's dope. Yeah. Um, Day of the Gusano, live in Mexico. Yeah. Do you know what Gusano means? In worm. The, nice. You know, um, Day of the Worm. Yeah. They're big in Mexico. Yeah, they are. Uh, and on that album, there's like a... It's like a double album. Like One's like the live performance, one's a DVD documentary. Yeah. And, yeah, they... Dude, Mexico is crazy for metal. Like, yeah, I know. That's they, sick. Yeah, all of South America in general. Like, they, yeah, they, they love metal for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then All Out Life was like a one-off single, but I I consider it part of the. Do you remember when that dropped? It was like I Halloween. Did. It was on Halloween, and of it just randomly dropped, and I lost my mind. I know. So it was awesome. It was so dope with the video too, yeah. right? So it was just like, oh wow, Slip, yeah, first Slipknot content in like what, five years was it? Yeah, four years, five years. Yeah. It was cool. They're back. And then... Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. On Halloween. Pretty ballsy. Yeah, and <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, on the Japanese version of We Are Not Your Kind, All Hope... Or All Out Life... Is on it. Is on. But on any other version of We Are Not Your Kind, it's not there. Yeah. Japan loves metal, too. Yeah. They Dude. love Marilyn Manson, like we've mentioned. Yeah. Probably Rob Zombie. They are... Or... Metal is, is a world... Worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, Japanese people also love uh, not to generalize. Uh, I'm just generally speaking, like the, the-, the more theatrical mm-hmm. bands, like the ones that perform and dance and stuff. Well, yeah. So do Europeans. Yeah, so do Europeans. Yeah. Americans less so compared to uh, less because so. yeah. you look at Japan and it's like you have Dragon Force, Baby Metal, yeah. Baby Metal. I mean, they literally have like a dance routine. Baby Metal yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're a little bit more theatric, which is cool. Have you heard of a band called Love Bites? No. They're Japanese all-girl band. Are they theatrical too? They, they kick the shit out of baby metal. Because <laughs> oh, they really? actually they actually play instruments. Okay, okay. And and they're sick. Love bites. Love bites. Are they heavy? One word. I mean, for a Japanese all-girl metal band, they're pretty damn heavy. <laughs> all right, I'll check them out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have more one us. Uh, not really. Top five. Top six. Slipknot albums ranked. Yeah, like we said, we we don't like... We typically don't like to rank things just because it's... Too difficult. Stupid. It's stupid, yeah. But with a band like Slipknot that we know so well and grew up with and love... Yeah. It's... I mean, 
With, with any band, I'm sure you you have a general ranking in your head of how you like their albums, you know? Yeah. But for with, sure. with Slipknot, it's it's relatively easy. And Rel- they, yeah. Because yeah. they only have six major albums. So. Right. So my ranking goes from one to six mm-hmm. is Slipknot, mm-hmm. Iowa, yep. The Great Chapter, mm-hmm. All Hope is Gone, Volume mm-hmm. 3, We Are Not Your Kind, which is, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Mine, mine is kind of kind of the same. Whenever I do rank Slipknot albums in my head, it's always on three different tiers. What? Like here, just this year. Yeah. Okay. So there's six albums, three tiers, so two albums per tier. Okay. Because I always go back and forth between Slipknot and Iowa, so those are like collectively my number one. Behind that is The Grey Chapter and We Are Not Your Kind. Okay. And then All Hope is Gone and Volume 3. Yeah, our rankings are pretty much the same, except for pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you hate. Uh, we are not your. I don't know either, much, bro. Maybe I should just listen to it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, should we do the throwdown or should we do the playlist? Um. <laughs> I guess the throwdown. Yeah, let's 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 do a throwdown. Okay, so instead of pick of the week, we will be doing a throwdown. Uh, basically and where me and Brendan argue, which is what we do for the show. Which is basically the premise of this show. Right. And it's, it's instead of just doing pick of the week, we're going to have each of our pick of the weeks in a showdown. Right. And then the, that is each of our pick of the week. Right. right. My pick of the week is Slipknot by Slipknot. What's yours? Mine is Iowa by Slipknot. Go ahead. Go first. Um, like I said, it's, it's Sophie's choice because these are probably my two favorite metal albums of right. all time uh the the reason i give the edge to iowa like, like we've mentioned it's it's darker it's heavier it's more technical um it's the first true slipknot album because jim isn't really on the first one yeah uh it was the last time like i compare um Iowa to like and Justice for All, and Rust in Peace, and uh, Seasons in, in the Abyss, like the last true version of that band before they go into something else. Yeah, right. Before they experiment on the next album. Yeah. Like and Justice for All being the the prime example because that's the last thrash metallic album. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is the last new metal, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just... Okay. Y- you guys listen for yourselves. This one is just heavy as fuck. It, it is. It is heavy. Very, I mean, very so heavy. is that, dude. It's, I, so, it's so tough, man. I, I give Slipknot the edge for one because it's the true new metal album of yeah, the two. Of that, the two, if you true. had to choose one to be new metal, it'd be this one because Corey Taylor raps. But this and is more metal metal. It is. It is. But you're, you're a new metal guy. I am. But I'm a, a metal guy. More than a new metal guy. So he doesn't even like new metal folks. Oh, I love new metal. But anyways. This is the last time Corey Taylor ever rapped on a song. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh... And that's why I like Iowa better, because he It screams. has collectively more of my favorite Slipknot songs. That's fair. It's the first one that I got into all the way through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just... It gets legacy points. That's fair. Um, it's just so experimental. You know, it's like nothing, yeah. nothing was like this before. You're, this is the first. This is the first and only of its kind. Yep. And it's it's not as tight as a concept as Iowa. You right. know, it's just 
there's a lot of ideas coming in and out. Yeah. A lot of different sounds. But it works so well for uh, what they were trying to do. Yeah. It's just gross, disgusting, sloppy, and that's that's the concept of it. It's not perfect. Right. That is fair. But, dude, it's so it's so tough. It is. I agree. Because... I, oh my god I was good too you know yeah man alright let's just leave it at that <laughs> we, we 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 love them both almost equally yeah so um yeah I guess so that was our throwdown yep. uh oh oh I also had uh Metal Hammer uh voted that the best debut album of the last 25 years was Slipknot Metal Hammer did that yeah That's Slipknot by Slipknot it is probably the best. Oh, dude. Debut, that's, that's right? Tough. Yeah. It's so tough, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on, we're going to do our top nine songs because obviously nine. Yes. Instead of doing um, a top five, we're doing a top nine because right. there's nine members in Slipknot. Yeah. And us doing this, we're, we're doing it in a kind of draft style. We're taking turns picking songs, and that will compose our weekly companion playlist, which. You can find in the link below. Yep. The playlist of the nine will be the name of this one. The way that we're going to kind of do this draft is we will start. Uh, I have my songs ranked, actually. Hmm. So. But we might have overlaps. We might have overlaps. So if I say a song, and it's, it's my turn, we're going to take turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's my turn to choose a song, I'm going to go from bottom to top. Mm-hmm. And I say my song. If Brendan has it, he cannot say that song uh, for his nine songs. He has to pick a one-off wild card. Right. And you prepared your list. Yeah. I, I am going to do it. Off the top of your head. Just off the top of my head because okay. we got all the CDs here and it's... I, I know Slipknot well enough to do it for yeah. one. I also probably could too. No, yeah, I know. It's just I would if I prepared it beforehand, I would have thought too hard about it. <laughs> Right. So I'm just going to go with my gut feeling on, okay. on most of these. So it's impossible for me, literally impossible for me to pick my all-time favorite Slipknot song. So I'm going to let you go first. Sure. My ninth favorite Slipknot song is... No, 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 no. Huh? Do, do your first. No, I'm going down, down, bottom to top. No, I want to know what your favorite is. Fine. My favorite <laughs> Slipknot song is Purity. Purity. Yeah. Okay. And do you know that... Is that... Is that on your list? Um, it probably doesn't crack my top nine. Really? I obviously love it. Wow. I think that's their heaviest uh, intro ever. Heaviest so. intro? Yeah. The opening guitar and drums. Um, probably their heaviest opener to any song. The first time, I, it, it just it sounds like pure evil. The first time I heard Purity, I was like, nothing, nothing might not ever be heavier than this. Especially when you know the story behind it. Like yeah. The, the lyrical content is... Yeah, so it's about a... It's based on Purity a story. Knight. Yeah, a story that Corey Taylor read about a girl named Adrienne Purity Knight. Yep. And she was apparently kidnapped and buried alive. Yep. And uh, that's what the song is. That's the subject matter of the song. Yep. And it was later stated that the... The crime was false. It was just, it was on the internet. It was just it a, was, it was a fiction. Fun. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, just someone being fucked up on the internet. And to, uh, Corey Taylor said, well, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. It affected us in a real way. When we read about the story, like it fucked us up. Yeah. So it, it basically the, the point that he's trying to make is that, you know. Why sue me for. No, he, he's saying art is art. Yeah. Like 
It doesn't but I'm matter. They, they got sued over it, the song. And they, they got sued over it, yeah. which is crazy. So that's why there was it wasn't on the original Slipknot album. Right, like we said, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. So it, he's basically saying, you know, like we consume so much storytelling and art. It doesn't matter what, what's real and what's not. What what matters is how it affects you and how you feel. Yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Also, it's heavy as fuck. Yes, it is. I I will say, it might not crack my top nine, but the. Um, the chorus is one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Slipknot chorus, and I have a kind of a personal attachment to it. Oh yeah. Um, I have kind of a story, but I don't know if I can if I can talk about it on the radio. What's your favorite Slipknot song? I don't have one. Like like I said, that's why I let you go first. Well, now you have to pick. I know. Well, like I said, the purity chorus is sick. You all stare. But you'll never see. There's something inside me. Yeah, that that hits different. <laughs> Anyways, you pick something from the debut. That means I have to pick something from Iowa. Sure. Oh my God. Just uh, will you write it down too, so we can yeah. add it to the playlist. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Dude, this is so tough. What is my favorite song off of Iowa, man? Yeah, just pick your favorite off of Iowa, and we'll go from there. I mean, it's got to be people equal shit, right? I mean, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's good. It's a good choice. It just... It, it has to be. I mean, people equal shit. That is one of their mottos. You know? Because they do. People really equal shit, man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> oh, man. And it's, and it's, it's the, first, the first song on the album, so... Here we go again, motherfucker. Dude, I, I've, listened, I've, I've ruined that song for myself because I've listened to it I know. so, so, so much. But I just know that it's like... It still breaks my neck every yeah, time. Yeah, though, yeah, you know? yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah. My number two, I have here, My Plague. That's a good one. Another yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. It's catchy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so you went Iowa. Uh, might have to... So yeah, go Slipknot, yeah. Your favorite song off Slipknot. Favorite song off of Slipknot. Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, it's so tough. It's it's literally. Fuck. <laughs> it might. I dude, it's it's impossible. You just to pick one then. It's it's got to be sick then. I just like the Elmentros because they go ape shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's right sick, after. Sick is uh. Pretty good choice, honestly. It's got. I, it might be my favorite breakdown. Also, when he's just screaming, when they're just screaming "sick" over and over yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. That that's pretty hard. And dude, just imagine never hearing Slipknot before, and that's the first song you hear listening to the first album. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Right, man. right. Um, I, my number three here uh, is Eyeless. Yeah, dude. Which see, is my second favorite Slipknot song, or uh, uh, song off of Slipknot. Right. My second favorite song off of this is probably, probably Eyeless. Yeah, I, that's fair. That that was a close second for me too. I lo- that might be my favorite lyrical Slipknot song. Yeah, it's I good think. shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, right. it's, it's so hard. That's your pick. Can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes. Yeah, it's just so like, uh, it's weird, kind of like, uh, just like creepy. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm going to pull out a, a curveball here, I think, and go with something off the great chapter. Okay. Um, it, it's always back and forth between Custer and the negative one. 
I, th I again, I think it's got to be the negative one because be prepared for hell is, is an interlude that leads into the negative one. And it's right. very seamless. And I think the negative one is the the most headbangable Slipknot song. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. It, it hurts. It hurts my neck more so than any other of their songs after I'm done with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. I, I don't know it, what that, the word that, is. That that was on my list, but I took it off for a deep cut. But, like, that's, like, okay. probably one of my favorite songs off that, if not my favorite. Yeah. Um, I got here the Heretic Anthem. Absolutely. After Eyeless. If you're 555, five, five, then I'm 666. Six, yeah, six. that's the motto. So fucking sick. What do you got? Well, you keep going off the same two albums, so well, I, I, I'm just I'm just picking my favorite songs. I know, I know which are, are my tape off my favorite two albums. I'm trying to diversify the playlist here. That's what I tried to do at first, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do my favorite songs." Yeah, it's got to be "We Are Not Your Kind" next. I'm doing it by ranking on my favorite albums That's too. Fine. Just like I said, I didn't plan this before, so I'm just going with my gut. Brendan's stressed out. I am. If not for Chicago Open Air. I think Unsainted is such a great song. I've never listened to that song again. But it's such a good song. It is good. I just can't listen to it. I think, man, Orphan. It's got to be Orphan. Okay. It's kind of kind of a deep cut. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not ruined yet because it's like <laughs> it's, it's a deep cut. Yeah. Um, again, I think We Are Not Your Kind has some of the best some of the best lyrics Corey's ever written, especially that song. I mean, like like we talked about, he didn't really have a father uh, growing up, an orphan. Orphan. I mean, the, the opening line is that the opening line to "Orphan" kind of sums up the whole "We Are Not Your Kind" album for me, and that's why I think it's my favorite on that album. The huh. opening line is, "I wept when I realized I had no. I wept when I realized there were no more demons left to conquer." I wept when I realized there were no more demons left to conquer. Wow. Like, that's so hard. Yeah. That's so, pretty crazy. Yeah. I think I think uh, Iowa is their most, my, my favorite lyrically. Yeah. He just says so much. No, I'm saying my favorite lyrically since the first two albums. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, because you, you can't beat the first two albums right, right. regardless. So. Right. Okay, good choice. My next one is uh, kind of a deep cut, I guess, okay. from Slipknot. Okay. Uh, Diluted. Dude, yes, that is my favorite what deep cut. What the hell did I? Yeah, that, that song actually got me through like some hard times. Absolutely. Um, so I just love it. All right, your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, going to have to go with All Hope is Gone next, probably. And I think my favorite might be a deep track on here. I mean, I, I know... It's tough. Cycle Social is a song that got me into them. But, dude, this is so hard. Yeah. It's so this fucking is fun. Hard. It is fun. It might have to be This Cold Black. Really? Just because I love the, dun, 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 the, dun. the opening scream. Welcome home! It, hmm. And they just tear it up. Interesting choice. And like like you said about Unsainted, I've heard Cycle Social so many times. Yeah. But it's great. Oh, dude, it's it's tough, man. So tough. <laughs> Alright, go for it. I have number six, uh, Clown's number, The Shape. The sh that is my favorite. A deep I cut. owe a deep, deep cut. Yeah. So, good I, shape. I actually have a lot of deep cuts on here, honestly. Yeah. Um, I lost my only way. Yeah. That's good shit. It's dope. Um, 
well, to represent Volume 3. Ah, man. This one's relatively easy. This is the easiest for me to pick. I like the Nameless a lot, because that, that puts me in my feels. But the Blister Exists has to be the best Volume 3 song. I'd agree. Because it's right after, after the prelude again. I don't know what it is. Every time there's a song after a prelude, that tends to be a pretty kick-ass song. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a fire song live as well. So yeah, the blister exists from Volume Three. Nice. My next one is Skeptic. Paul Gray. Yeah, my number seven. Um, yeah, it's good shit, man. I mean, it's, it was either a toss-up between that, the negative one. I've listened to Custer too much. Yeah. Or uh, if Rain is what you want. Which is a slower song. But it's cool. I like and, that and, one. And it builds up. Yeah. It's good. So what number are we on right now? We're on seven. You're that, no, that was seven? That was my seven. Now it's your seven. So I've got every album. I've, I've done... So now you can go back and do some deep cuts, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Ooh. That's really... What about Mate Feed, what's your favorite song from Mate Feed Kill Repeat? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know what I'll do. What? All Out Life. A, a one-off. Oh. Yeah. I guess... I guess so, yeah. yeah okay. I'll, I'll just do that. Make it that's easy. A, that's a really good song. It is. It's dope. It's like a, it's like a throwback. It's like a modern throwback. Yeah. Because he has that, that little middle part where he's doing like an anthem, basically. Right. Which Slipknot does sometimes. Like a spoken word thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Corey Taylor did on Volume 3, obviously. With, and Custer. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a one-off single. It was them reintroducing themselves to the world. Yeah. Uh, Sweet video. Yep. It's just great song. Yeah. Yep. So my number eight is uh, from All Hope Is Gone, mm-hmm. and it is Snuff. I know you like Snuff a lot. It's like my favorite song from that. Okay, that's fair. Um, there have been many an ex-girlfriend that <laughs> had broken up with me or I'd broken up with, and Snuff was on the playlist. That's fair. Have you get. seen the, the music video? It's, it's about a breakup, so. Uh, maybe like once or twice. Yeah. Um. That is that is a good breakup song. It just hit the word. The lyrics just hit cl- too close to home for me to, to not pick it. My heart is just too dark to care. <laughs> it's a black hole. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, it, you know, it's it's like their second slow song, mm-hmm. S- slow love song. Right. Vermilion Part Two. In my mind, Vermilion Part Two. That's enough. And it kind of kicks in at the end. It does. And I, I love the samples on that song. Yeah, yeah. It's probably my favorite sample song. I'd say. It's a love song. Right. A Slipknot love song, and it's really yeah. beautiful and heartbreaking. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, you want to hand me that that CD right there? Yes, sir. My final two spots got to be for the first two albums. All right. So we we got sick. You chose. I'm I'm repeating the ones that we've already picked from this album. Okay. We've got Sick, we've got Eyeless, we've got... Purity. Purity, and we've got Diluted. Yeah. I, I kind of have to pick... Ooh, dude, fuck, this album is so hard to pick from. I'll say it again. Spit it out. Yeah, I mean... Or, only one of us walks away. That's pretty dope. Spit it out is their my favorite song live because we get to jump the fuck up yeah <laughs> when i say jump the fuck up what do you not until do? i say jump the fuck up <laughs> sure Corey. i might have to pick your new national fucking anthem yeah I was, it, it's, which is surfacing yeah yeah no it, that wasn't on my nine but i was like it should be 
It, it should it, be on every Slipknot fans it's, in their top nine, right? Because yeah. it's our national anthem. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Fuck it all. Fuck this world. Fuck everything that you stand for. And that's on life. Yep. My last one uh, is from All Hope Is Gone, and it is Vendetta. Are you like, ready for the time of your life? Yeah. yeah. And then um, that's, that's a good party song. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the guitar like cuts out, and then it comes back in at the end, which mm-hmm. I love. It's, and he and dope. he says, uh, "Let's pretend we're not the end. Pretend that we have nothing left." Yeah. Which is fucking just hard. It is pretty cool. What's yours? All right, last one, number nine. It's got to be from Iowa. So you said "My Plague," the Heretic Anthem, and the Shape, correct? Yes. And I said people equal shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious, man. Do I pick Disaster Piece or Everything Ends? Probably Disaster Probably Piece. Probably Disaster, yeah. I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. But my deep cut would That's, be... That is the hardest lyric I think I've ever heard. Yeah. The most fucked up thing yeah, yeah, I've ever Yeah, 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 for sure. When I first heard that, I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is something different. <laughs> yes. Um, it was either that uh, or a new abortion. Yeah, that's dude. It's a great song. Oh, all the so drums on it. Dude. Everything ends though. You're wrong. Fucked and overrated. Yeah, I think I'm gonna think be, I'm sick, be and sick. It's your it's fault. Your fault. Yeah, Damn it, dude. He is a lyrical genius. Yeah, Mr. Corey Taylor. Sometimes he's a little bit. He does a little too much for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, egregious, replete with these lesions. Like, bro, do you have like a dictionary? I like. I like that though. Is, but he's like sometimes like it doesn't make, Sometimes it's just it's like too much and it doesn't make sense. And it looks like he's sometimes. reading from a thesaurus. Yeah, but I, I the. What song is that from? Uh, uh, it might be New Abortion. No, it's on the Great Chapter. No, 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 it's not. The one I, uh... The Legions one? Oh, actually, you know, yeah, you you might be right. It might be like the Great Chapter. Is this a negative one? I don't know. Dude, they're... Either way. I, I love that. He's just... Oh, man. <laughs> you well, love was, Corey. I do love Corey. He is the man. My trivia question for you. Yes, sir. I have a few here to choose from. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a dick. Oh, okay. Um Paul Gray was in a number of bands before Slipknot. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up. Of the five bands he was in before Slipknot, name three of them. Dude. To receive the win for this trivia fuck question. You. I'm giving you three. You only have to name three. There's five here. Fuck you. All right. Well, let me see if I can pull some shit out of my ass right now. Um, Meld? Is Meld one of them? No. No? No, it's not? <laughs> no. The Pale Ones? No. That That is Slipknot. Yeah, that's, that's why I thought that. Okay. Um, I guess you have unlimited guesses. You just got to hit three. Um... Um, no, there's no chance of that. <laughs> Fuck you. Not a true Paul Gray fan, I see. He died when we were 12 years old, dude. <laughs> I barely knew the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got air. Anal Blast. Anal Blast. Vex with two X's. Body Pit. These are like all oh, Iowa I've bands. Bo- yeah, I, I knew pit. you knew yeah. Body Pit. The Have Nots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Have Nots. Okay. You know them. Maybe. Inve Catharsis. There was no way 
I, I might have gone body pit, but there's no way it I could have named. You could have got one. Yeah, I could have gotten yeah, one. Anal blast, maybe. You could have gotten anal blast. <laughs> yeah, anal blast. <laughs> yep. All right, go ahead. All right, this trivia question is inspired by one of my best friends from back home, uh, Taylor McCarty. Big, big shout out to you, Taylor man. Uh, put, I, I told him, uh, I'll, I'll just say he is the starting punter at Wayne State University. Okay. Um, and I and I told him this trivia question like when he committed to Wayne State because it's 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 very interesting. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. Before joining Slipknot, which band member played football for Wayne State University? In in Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan. Holy Wayne fuck. State University, Detroit, Michigan. Before I what, repeat it. Before joining Slipknot, which band member? Played football for Wayne State University. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's a good question. You can you can thank Taylor for this good question because he he called me recently. Wow. And and told me about it because that, that's that's pretty hype actually. One of his buddies on the team, he he told that to one of his buddies on the team, and he was like, "No, you're lying." And then he called me to to prove it to the guy. Okay, I'm gonna say Jim Root because he's very athletic looking. Wrong. Is it, fuck, Mick Thompson. No. Fuck, Corey. No. I knew it wasn't gonna be Corey. Yeah, it's not Corey. Let me think. Let me think. One yeah, just just run through all the band members real quick. <laughs> Sean. No. Okay, who is it? Chris. Chris. Chris Fenn? Chris fuck Fenn. Chris Fenn. He was the kicker. You long-nosed fuck. That one's for you, Taylor, man. <laughs> Got your Yeah, ass. bro. <laughs> um, yeah. I, okay, this is, a, this is an, uh, an extra trivia question just for fun. Okay. What is, what, what is the definition of the word slipknot? A noose that can be, or a knot that can be, like, unpulled easily. Sure. That can be un, undone with one pull. Undone with one pull, yeah. Nice. Every time I think of Slipknot, though, I think of a noose. Same. Because so. it, it sounds like that. Yeah. All right. One hot. One hot minute. Yours is, yours is uh, Slipknot related and mine is not. So. Okay. So should I go first? Yep. Okay. My one hot minute is um, just to air it out um, when it comes to, you know, uh, drug abuse and music and art. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we've talked about, you know, Paul Gray, their bassist overdosed, uh, right. which is not uncommon in, in rock and metal and just music in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that nowadays in hip hop, yep. uh, the glorification of drug, drug abuse, mm-hmm. um, uh and yeah, I mean Corey Taylor over almost overdosing cocaine twice, um, and uh, I, I just think it's you know we don't have to skirt around these topics. We can talk about these things. Absolutely, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Paul, and, uh, Paul died from it. Right, so, right. Yeah, we should absolutely. Talk and we've about never it. held back on the show about talking about these things at all. Absolutely. We everything will be aired out, and um, the reason for that is you know we're just spreading awareness about it. Yeah. You know, uh, like I said earlier, drug addiction is basically just suffering. Yeah. It's uh, the need to escape from your own mind. Yeah. And uh, a lot of art comes from that kind of suffering. Um, Some good art, but you know, it's dark art. It's dark, and like he, this. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's uh, it's just you know, just to spread awareness. You know, take care of yourselves. Uh, expression helps with with these guys um, yeah. to play out their pain, and um, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's about it. Nice. Like. <laughs> yeah, like you said, um, we don't hold back on the show. We're not allowed to to talk about anything. We're not not afraid to talk about anything. I should say. Agreed. We're um, a metal podcast. We yeah we we air it out. Um, and kind of another touchy subject, but one that needs to be addressed. Um, okay. Another piece of metal news that. Um, we didn't talk about because we wanted to dedicate that to Alexi, obviously. But right. um, John Schaefer, who is the lead singer for a band called Iced Earth, they're relatively a relatively big metal band. Yeah, not a huge fan because they're power metal. So <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, John Schaefer, he is their lead singer, and he was part of the uh, pro-Trump riot on the Capitol. Yeah. And he was arrested and charged with, I think it was six federal counts. Wow. Yeah, he showed up there with, like, bear mace. So he was, like, looking to do some harm. Um, yeah. And my one hot minute, I guess, is just... You and I have always said, like, metal's a very open and welcoming community. Anyone can listen to metal. Yep. But if you're a racist piece of shit like that guy is... There's no room for for you here. Yeah, like we will push you out. Get get the fuck out. Don't even. The the community will swallow you whole. Yeah, and I mean, I've I've obviously addressed it before. Uh, Phil Anselmo has had his racist incidents, um, questionable, but he you don't see him storming the Capitol or any crazy shit like that. Yeah. Um, S- Slayer talks about Nazis. That doesn't mean they're Nazis. Right. Um. I mean, just because metal is a very white person music for the most part. Agreed. For the most part. I mean, like like I said, anyone... Look at any any band, it's probably going to be like five white guys. Right. But with that being... Generally speaking. Yeah. Generally speaking. And it's it's getting more diverse, which is awesome. Because right. there's music coming from all these different places. Right. But speaking of a band of all white guys, Riley Gale and Power Trip, his lyrics were very progressive... And you, you you think you think of a hardcore a hardcore metal band from the south that like just me saying that sentence might make you think oh they might be racist right but his lyrics were so progressive and forward thinking it was ridiculous and unfortunately he's no longer with us but it just it sucks you know like yeah there's I don't know it's like when I interact with non metalheads. And I like wear a shirt like this. They might think, "Oh, he's 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 a racist because he's a white guy who likes metal." You know? Yeah. I feel like Riley Gale is the prime example I'm trying to make here. He was a white guy in a southern hardcore metal band, and he was flying the flag proudly and trying to make a difference. You know? Yeah. So obviously, you know, we don't. There was a metal musician in the storming of the Capitol. And that's fucked, and we don't condone that, obviously. For like, sure. And say what you will about cancel culture and whatnot, but like, there's there's just no place for that in in our community. So yeah. I just felt like I, I had to say that. I'm so. glad you did too. Um, yeah, I think a part of the that like you said that imagery that people probably conjure up of you it comes from metal elitists too. Yeah. I mean, relatively speaking, there's kind of a lot of honestly like neo Nazis and metal 
metalheads. And there definitely are out there. Yeah, more so than other genres. Yeah, but um, my, my point is, is... We do not condone that type of behavior at all. Yeah. Um, it is predominantly a white uh, musical genre, mm-hmm. which is interesting to think about. Yeah, but like the, the best example is Body Count and Power Trip doing a song together. That yeah. is... Some cool shit. That's also, Rage there. Against the Machine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's like, I mean, there's so many examples. But right. Yeah. So, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. All right. Go ahead and do your song wreck. Yeah. Um, got some exciting news here on the Metal Pod. But yeah. before we get into that, uh, we are starting a relatively new segment here um and that is book club of on the metal pod we're, we're gonna pick uh w- one book per month uh just you know to be featured yeah one of my new year's resolutions is i i want to read more because uh, it's fun i forgot how fun it was um yeah w- when you find the right book right. um and yeah i'm reading this pretty metal as fuck book right now it's uh black tooth grin which is a biography about the Goat, Dimebag Daryl. Uh, it was released after he died. Yeah. So obviously it's not an autobiography. I wish it was, but uh, yeah, either way, that's that's our book of the month, and we'll have a new one next month, obviously. So check it out. Yes, sir. All right, Songwreck. Yeah, Songwreck. Anyways, we got some pretty exciting news here on the Metal Pod. Um, over Christmas break, we had an actual musician reach out to us. His name is Josh Gomez. He wanted to be on the pod. He's a fan. He is a we fan of the honest pod. To God, honest to goodness, living, breathing fan of the show. All the way from Miami, right? Uh, somewhere in Florida. Somewhere in Florida. Okay. I believe. Yeah, he's. Uh, we'll get into it more next week because I think he's going to be the guest on our show next week. Um, he has a song out. Uh, that he said um, we can talk about, which will be awesome. Yeah, and like like I said, we're we're gonna really. I want to read his whole message he sent us. Yeah, yeah, for next sure. Week. Yeah. Um, but just for time purposes, right now, the gist of it was uh, he he wants to blend classic rock and modern metal. Yeah. So with that being said, our song rec for this week is following along the lines of that. So, yeah. what is your song rec? My song rec is Hangar 18. Classic rock and metal. Right. That song is metal as fuck, dude. Yeah, but it's old. So yeah. it sounds kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, say, I'd say it's like in between metal and classic rock. Mm-hmm. I also don't know much about classic rock. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it's not a... Uh, it's pretty uh, melodic. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's got one of those music videos where it was in the MTV rotation a good amount. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a classic video, so that that's that's fair, actually. Yeah, so the, the my I based my song rack on... A combination of something that's metal and classic rock. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I guess mine's kind of in the same same thing. I think the most classic rock metal radio song of all time has got to be "Paranoid" by Black Sabbath. Okay. It's just you know, it's 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 a an all time classic song. Yeah. It's it's metal, but it can be played on the radio very easily. And Black Sabbath is like the classic rock metal band because they were the first ones to do it. So. Right. Yeah. Nice. With that being said, um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm excited for, <laughs> we're having for a, Josh we're, to come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're having Josh come on and uh, yeah, 
It'll it'll be sick. Pretty, pretty, it's 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 refreshing having fans. I would do this for the rest of my life if I could even just have one fan. So yeah. Josh, we do it for you. Yes, and with that being said, yeah, and Antonio as well. Thank you, Antonio. So much yes, thank you for uh, suggesting this episode. Um, all you other people listening right now, uh, hit us up with ideas, suggestions, comments, concerns, questions, anything. Anything you want us to talk about? Yeah. We will we will argue about anything. We'll throw down about anything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. So we're actually gonna have a musician, a legitimate musician, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the show next week. Some hopefully. So he builds guitars, apparently. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into yeah. it. We don't right. we don't want to tease too hard here. Yeah. But yeah. Um, in the meantime, continue listening to the Hours of Power, which is on Impact eighty nine FM every Thursday night from ten PM to two AM. Um, there's we, gonna be a weekly companion playlist. Yeah. For this episode, a bunch yeah. of Slipknot songs in the link in the description below. Um, anything else we're forgetting? That's about it. See you on the next one. Hell yeah, bro. Metal! Oh, he changed the scream up. I, I had to get the, the Corey Taylor in a little bit, you know? You've been listening to The Metal Pod, a production of Impact 89FM. Our thanks to Impact's general manager, Jeremy Whiting, station manager, Amber Kinutsky, and programming director, McKenna Lowndes. Tune in next time for more updates on all things metal. The Metal Pod!